singleness is just as much of a blessing yes. as marriage is. You could be desperate for the wrong thing. If you're desperate for God, he will line up your desires and your wants to be in line with his. God always has a season for you to grow, to wait, to see God and what God called you to be and help you to grow that person that God called you to be. I give you his side. I'll give you her side. But together, there's only one side. All pointing to the one source. In the beginning. This is the, the One, one Flesh, Flesh Podcast. Podcast. Welcome to another episode of One Flesh Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Rich A. Irvin. And I'm your host, Deja Irvin. And we're so happy to have y'all back. And as you can see, we have new lighting. I hope the lighting is better for y'all. And I hope the audio is better for y'all too as well. We still got to get things in order together, so... Bear with us, y'all. Have mercy upon us. <laughs> we still try to do it together. Unfortunately for me, I'm not used to having a co-host. So <laughs> this is going on like the seventh episode. So <clears throat> let us continue to get better and better as we continue on. But today's episode, we are actually talking about singleness is not a sickness. And from that title, you probably like, how is it not a sickness and this and that? Well, for the last couple of episodes, we have been talking about marriage and dating and long distance dating and all these things. But a lot of times people think that dating and marriage is a solution or a remedy for singleness because they feel like it's something wrong. But for those mm-hmm. who are out there that's single still, I understand. Let me let you know, there is nothing wrong with you being single. You could be single. And think of this as a season for you to enjoy and to grow become the man or woman of God God has called you to be because you have the desire I just talked about the reason about my, on my podcast about desires mm-hmm. and how you have a desire to be married that's great nothing pro- wrong with having a desire to be married but in this season as you're single you should use it the opportunity for you to grow as the husband or wife that God calls you to be so that's the main thing that we are talking about and um, the perspective on singleness because I know my wife has not talked about how people have perspectives or filters filters on different things like singleness and dating and yeah. marriage. So go ahead, babe. What you were talking about with that? <laughs> so I think um, the title of uh, singleness is not a sickness. If you think about like when people are sick, especially since, you know, the Rona was all going around. People, when you have a sickness, people are like, oh, mm -mm, what's wrong with you, this and that. Oh, you need to take something. And people can almost have that attitude about uh, singleness. I think especially in uh, our culture, um, some other cultures, I'm sure, have the same same filter. If if you're still single by a certain age and something is wrong with you, um people have that that lens that's what they know to be true like oh if you're not married by 35 then yeah something's wrong and um i think one thing that that i would i guess some advice i would give in that situation um for the believer that god's word is ultimately is ultimately the ultimate truth um, and so when people say things like that, um, I would say that God's word is, is the filter upon which you should see, upon which you should see things because, um, people that say that they only can see, 
with their natural eyes or observe from the outside, um, from the outside looking in and make a judgment and say, oh, something is wrong with you. Um, but that could totally be something totally different from what the actual truth is. The truth is that you could be just wanting to serve the Lord. The truth is you could just be um, working on yourself. The truth is that, you know, you could believe that God even called you to a life of singleness, a life of celibacy. So, um, yeah, that was one thing I think that I wanted to talk about because I think that is so common, not even just for Christians, for people in all over the place, for them to say, oh, you're not married by a certain time, something is wrong with you. And I think one thing that you touched on about um, people putting marriage as the end goal, almost. I heard a when I was single, I heard a lady say, uh, "Marriage is not a graduation," mm. and that's how people almost treat it as like, "Oh, you got your degree, you graduated." You know what I mean when you get married. But the reality is that's a that's a false narrative. That's a false truth because. While you're single, you're seeking God for your purpose. You're seeking God to grow, to um, know him more, to know what he's called you to do. But you are still doing that in marriage. And almost saying that marriage is a graduation is almost like saying, okay, you stopped learning. You graduated. You don't need to learn anything else about yourself or God or other people. And that's just not true at all. Not at all. I think, yeah, like you said, it's a definitely continue on situation. I mean, continue on thing constantly in your life because of marriage is not the end, the end result at all whatsoever. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think people just have that perspective and they think that it will solve all their problems. And that's the filter that they have in their they mind. Like, oh, this is this is what I pers- uh, I perceive it as, so I'm going to pursue it, and I think this is going to help me with all my problems. And I think... Uh, <clears throat> Recently, a lot of uh, pastors and people in the faith has been recently talking about how uh, they sexual urges or pornography addiction or any kind of addiction would never solve in marriage. I think Tim Ross talked about that. Actually, um, one of my friends, I call him my friend now. Mm-hmm. I know one of my friends, uh, uh, he has a podcast, uh, Dear Future Wifey. And he was on there. He talked about how... He was uh, addicted to pornography in his marriage, and he was going through that situation. And he, when he got married, he thought it was going to solve all his problems of having that addiction, but it never did. And um, I think that's why it's very important for us as believers, and especially men of God. I would say men of God, but also women as well, too. But me as a resident man, it's very important for us to have a, heal, a healing in the singleness have that growth in the singleness. And actually, he talked about that from uh, their Fritz White podcast. Um, he talked about that in my podcast recently about um, having the healing state in singleness and growing in that healing state before you pursue a relationship with marriage. Because if you don't, you bring all that baggage into your marriage. And that that that, 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 that that's not what you don't want because you're not giving the fullness of what your wife or your family deserves. That's the main thing. In this season, you should grow and and allow God to help you grow so that you can be the fullest and give your full ability to your to your wife or to your husband or to your children. That's good. Um, and this 
I guess I'll, I'm gonna mention a situation that actually just happened yesterday. Um, at church, there was a person, and we were talking to them, and um, they were talking about how oh they're they're not dating, mm-hmm. they're just gonna be single and focus on God, this and that. And the look on the person's face when they told them that was like. What do you mean you're not dated? What do you mean you're you're being single, mm-hmm. this and that? Yeah. But it was just so funny because it's yeah. so related to relatable yeah. to what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I think that people can sometimes make it seem like a sickness. Yeah, literally. Something wrong with you? Or almost like, oh, you're not in the yeah. will. Of, you're not in the will of God because you're yeah. trying to be single. Yeah. And realistically, yeah. It's people that didn't got married and that's not in the will of God. So yeah. to say that a single person's yeah. not in the will of because God is totally it's that, yeah, that happens in the family and church because people rush you like, Oh, you ain't married yet. You ain't got no kids yet. You better hurry up, you know that. They try to rush you into something. And a quote that I recently got was destruction I mean, desperation will lead you to destruction. It will, it will lead you to destruction because you continue you listening to people, having the things in your ears, feeling like it's a sickness to be single. But yet, actually, God's plan for you to be single in this season because he wants you to grow. He wants you to get closer to him, like I said, to be the the wife or husband that God calls you to be. Yeah. I think um, <clears throat> with this topic, I think it's good what we're talking about because it – I hope that it sheds light more on singleness because I remember when I was single. I'm not trying to be cliche and be like I was living my best life, but I I really was. I could, you know, do so many things for the Lord. I was my identity was in Christ. I, I realized who I was and I would meet other single people in the church, women in particular. Um, and they're like Oh, yeah, I'm still single. Yeah, I'm just waiting on God to send me my man. This is that. And they, you know, act like it's this, this terrible thing. And I, I get it. You know, you have your low moments, your lonely moments, this and that. But I always saw the glass half full almost when I was single. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't have any kids. <laughs> I can go as I come and go as I please. I can sign up for more stuff at church because the church that we go to, I, I actually enjoy serving, which, I mean, hopefully other people feel the same about their church, but I actually enjoy serving at our church. And so I had, you know, more capacity to serve. And that's how I saw it in my mind is like, I, I don't feel that doesn't, that's not, that doesn't define who I am just because I'm single, like, who I am is in Christ, whether I'm single or whether I'm married. And so I think that that's a mindset as believers that we should have and we shouldn't be um, walking around like, okay, woe is me because you're single. And mm-hmm. and I think the main reason why we walk around like that is because we have accepted the truth of other people that we're not, we're not good enough, we didn't graduate, um, something's wrong with us rather than actually accepting the truth of God's word and who God says that you are, who God has called you to be. If that's really your foundation, truly, then it doesn't really matter what other people got to say. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that's a good, um, 
a good way to build yourself up if you are a single person you're feeling that way like another year another valentine's day this and that guard your heart with the word of god because that's gonna the holy spirit will charge you up and remind you and of all the reasons to be grateful all the reasons why god even has you at the place where he has you but this is the scripture that just that keeps coming to my mind about where um Jesus had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights and um, Satan tried to tempt him when he came out of the wilderness and mind you, Jesus was fasting. So, you know, he's hungry, tired, all of the above. Um, And Satan tries to tempt him. Jesus didn't fold. He didn't fall for it, even though, you know, Physically, he very much was desperate for food, water, all of the above. He knew what the ultimate truth was. Mm-hmm. His his own truth, really. He knew what the ultimate truth was. So he didn't fall in desperation for the things mm-hmm. that Satan was trying to offer him. He stood on the, wor- the, mm-hmm. the, the full word of God. I think that's good. I like that. Another example of that, a lot of the, um, it's, a, it's a common story within the Old Testament like David and Daniel uh, <clears throat> and Joseph, all of them, where people have this perspective upon them. And they they, they, they tend to like, oh, I want you to be like this person. I want you to be like that person. But they, the similarity between all those servants of God was they knew their identity within Christ. And they knew what God called them to be and what God had planned for them. So if you know the truth you know what god has planned for you know what god is calling you to be a, a, a man a woman a god a husband a wife you know that in this season is for you to grow so think about all the season that david, david had the season that david had he was a servant of a king that a king was in his place he already knew that god was calling him to be a king mm-hmm. but yet in that season of him waiting to be a king he was growing he was getting edified. He was becoming the king that God called him to be. But say if David just went straight into his calling and and they said, okay, we're going to make you king right away, he wouldn't have been ready. He wouldn't have had the same growth. He wouldn't have had the same skill, the same wisdom that he had uh, during the time that he had when he was younger. So God always has a season for you to grow, to wait. To see God and what God called you to be and help you to grow that person that God called you to be. And in the Bible, the Bible, David is referred to as a man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. And I think the reality of that, that kind of name, that kind of title is David was desperate, but he was desperate for God mm-hmm. and for, for God's heart and for God's mm-hmm. will. And it's, yeah, yeah. So that, and that reminds me of like kind of what Pastor Wayne was talking about yesterday with the crease, like how we have the, we'll have that one thing where like, okay, God, I'm going to give you X, Y, Z, but I'm not going to give you this stuff over here. You could be desperate for the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. If you're desperate for God, he will line up your desires and your wants to be in line with his. Mm-hmm. But if you're desperate for the thing, 
the other things and then you try to attach God's name to it, you're going to end up chasing after something that he didn't even ordain for you, design for you. And that's why I I didn't tap on that really in my uh, podcast about uh, going towards ungodly desires. When you do that and try to put God in it, it's consequences. So, like we talk about desperation, you have a desire to be married, you have a desire to have a relationship. If you had so desperate for that desire, it's consequences. It can lead to destruction. And uh, the result nowadays, a lot of people rush in those kind of things and don't really have the concept or understanding of marriage or marry the wrong person that's unequally yoked. And the person or person that you marry without a man or woman of God, and it would definitely be even worse if you had a if you if you if you if it'd be even worse if you if you waited if you didn't wait I mean well I'm not saying it before anyway it been worse uh it, it was it's worse than you uh waiting not waiting oh no mm. anyway but where's it all <laughs> mixed up anyways don't rush into it yeah just wait on God and allow God to do His work singleness is just as much of a blessing yes as marriage is it's not a no. Graduation, but if you go in it, if you go into it with that mindset, I think you could even very well end up with a person that is good for you. But if you go into it with that mindset, then you're gonna have this expectation that, and it's gonna end up being something that you didn't think it was gonna be. You're gonna have this expectation of marriage as being like, yeah. Oh my graduation! I don't gotta stop. Exactly. I got. I don't have to learn anymore, grow anymore, yeah. deal with my stuff anymore. Deal. Everything is good. Everything is cured. Exactly. And actually, I marriage is. It's almost like a times two mm-hmm. of what you experience in singleness because now you have another person, so you're dealing with like double mm-hmm. the stuff. So. Now you got one flesh. Yeah. Your problem become their problem. Yeah. And that problem become your problem. So For sure. It's, it's one flesh. But I think they got a gist of what <laughs> you're talking about. And I think you have a story time. And also, people may not know uh, that it's actually almost one year since we known each other now. It haven't been for one year, <laughs> but we've known each other for one year. People that. Don't uh, really know our story. Go back and watch the other episodes. Or your episodes and know yeah. how it all happened and stuff. But um, yeah, the one year and uh, one year since he slid in the DM. Slid in the DM. <laughs> Want to know how all that happened? Like I said, bro, go back to story time. Yeah. Uh, I think it was episode two or one. And just watch it. Watch all the episodes. Yeah, so y'all can know mm-hmm. our story. Our story, but uh. What's story time? What 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 happened on that April fifth, two thousand twenty one? Well, we talked about it in another episode because we, we had Kevin on there. We did. But um, I Let's was looking at okay, I was looking at the DMs today because I remember this was like around the time that he had messaged me. And I don't know the exact date. I thought it was literally later because. I don't know what day Easter fell on that year because I know it probably fell a little bit earlier. You was there for a little while though. I was, but you said we talked on April fifth, and I think I I didn't know I thought Easter was always the third the third week of of April. I don't know, babe. 
So I don't know what. But go ahead, tell the story. I'm anyway, um, but yeah, he had messaged me on Instagram, and long story short, he ended up asking me for my number, and <laughs> I was laughing because. Okay, Easter was April fourth. Okay. That's what happened. Yeah, so, it was earlier. Hey, I did. He did tell me about you on Easter. Mm-hmm. And April 5th, that's when we started talking. Yep. So that's what happened. So, but I thought, yeah, Easter was earlier last year. Yeah. Yeah. He messaged me on Instagram. And the message that I, the only message I wanted to say on here was you had, from the little brief conversation that we had, you said, We'll see what the Lord. We'll see what the Lord does. That was that was Richard's saying the whole time we were dating. We'll see what the Lord do. We'll see what He does. We'll see what He does. And Lord knows you would have never expected <laughs> a year later. This is what the Lord was going to do. But um, yeah, He slid in DMs. I actually responded, which at that point in my life. I didn't used to respond to people's DMs, so this is this is actually a pro tip to my single ladies. If he seemed like half decent, ain't no harm in answering a DM. You never know. Now if he you come off wrong, know. then you know that ain't him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. If he start asking all these things Yeah, don't don't do it. Don't but do it. I think I remember when you messaged when you messaged me and we messaged back and forth and then you were you asked, Oh, can you have my number? I remember almost like the small wave of anxiety that came over me, which if you haven't watched that episode, the anxieties of dating, a lot of the anxieties of like in the very beginning or anxieties that we talked about in that episode. But I remember thinking that when you said, oh, can I can I get your number and text you? And I was like, uh, I don't know. But I just gave him my number. I just took the chance and hey. What do yeah. you know? I don't believe in chance though. Amen. God made it happen. Uh, no coincidence at all. So yeah, that's pretty much the, the gist of that story time. Not too not too long. We got some more longer stories time for you later on, but Yeah. But he slid in the DMs. It goes with the anim- kind of anniversary, I guess, that we met. He was liking my pictures, everything, <laughs> commenting. That's how you do it. <laughs> all, all our guys out there know that that's the key thing. We start if the guys start liking your pictures, it yeah, he he he's selling you or something for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, well, that's pretty much it. Anything else you want to share with people before we leave? Whatever time you find yourself in, place, mm-hmm. season, whatever. Learn contentment, mm-hmm. no matter what. I think that'd be another episode for us. Seasons and relationships, or seasons and dating, or whatever. That it's different seasons in, in life period, but I think a season in marriage, dating, every single thing, singleness. So maybe we do a series of that later on. Yeah, uh, different be good. kind of seasons in uh, in relationship kind of topics, or whatever. But um, yeah, sick, sick, singleness is not a sickness. And uh, deprivation will lead you to destruction. So allow, this, allow God this to help you to grow and help you to become the man of God uh, or woman of God, husband or wife that God called you to be. So God you bless you. You sound very pastoral. <laughs> hey, 
that God called you to be. So God bless you all, and good luck on that single list. <laughs> Stop by grace. <laughs>